Hey everyone, welcome to Lash Cast, day 43 of the lockdown. Everyone's opening up, guys. It's getting exciting now. Things are beginning to get better. We're going to be able to make money again soon. But the bad news is I keep hearing people talking about discounting. Oh, it's time to discount. I need to discount my prices. But guys, most of your costs have just gone up. Most of you have not made money now for six, maybe eight weeks. A lot of you right now have new expenses. Maybe you have loans to pay back, or maybe you have PPE equipment stuff to pay for, or more um, cleaning solution, or maybe you have to have longer appointments between clients now because, or breaks between clients because you have to clean the place and make sure people don't so do social distancing, come in touch with each other, right? So everything's changed. Your costs have gone up, and now people are talking about discounting. So what we want to talk about today is why you really need to reconsider that and probably, most likely, you need to raise your prices. We're going to explain to you real good, hopefully in a real clear way, and we did this as a PowerPoint on Instagram, so it, you won't have the visuals, but hopefully you'll hear the formulas and you'll be able to figure it out, or just go back and re, go back on the podcast and listen again and get the formula. There's some formulas we're going to give you where you can calculate certain things that are going to help you figure out what your costs are per hour already. So you what you know what your you know, what it costs you to do the service. Also what you're charging per hour. It would be good for you to actually know what you're really charging. Cuz a lot of you're going to find out you're charging different prices for different services and they're all different per hour charges. So you want to be consistent there. We're going to explain that. And then we want to tell you how you can charge more to make a profit. Make sure that you're always making a profit when someone's in your chair or in your bed, okay? So we're going to go all the numbers, give that to you and make a good argument I think for why you really do need to raise your prices and not be cheaper right now. This is not the time to let fear make your decisions for you. You can be afraid, but then you're going to have to get, you know, be tough and just put on a good act and smile and be confident to your clients. Say, this is what I need to make to be able to make a living. These are my new prices. And that's it. You're not going to actually argue with them. You're not going to make excuses for it. You're just going to tell them, we'll share how you should word it and give you some ideas on that. And then move forward and make some price charge or charge more. And by the way, already one of the people on the Instagram live responded that she's raised her prices and she's almost booked all her clients anyway. So I promise you guys, it's not a dark future. You're not going to be broke and have no clients if you raise your prices. If anything, you're going to actually make some more money because you may, like we all know, we may lose a few clients because of fear of the COVID-19 or because some people have lost their jobs. But most people are still, even with that, are still going to want their lashes. Beauty is a, one of those industries that people just want no matter what. How, no matter how bad it gets, this makes them feel better about themselves. So Good job, guys. You picked a great industry to be in, even when things are crazy. So, all right, that's all we're going to be doing today. It's uh, hopefully not too confusing. Definitely get a piece of paper, get a pen, take some notes. We're going to give you some numbers and math and all that to figure out, but it's not difficult math. And when you're all done, you're going to be better equipped and better empowered to make good choices for your company that charge correctly and get through this COVID-19 crisis and hopefully make more money ultimately and run a successful salon or a successful business. So thanks guys for joining us today. Hopefully you enjoy. Let us know any questions you have. DM us, email us. Let us know if something's not quite right or not unclear. We'd love to help you out and get you on the path of success. And then, by the way, big shout out to Strategies, who we love, and you'll see us talk about them a couple times in this program. 
They really are the ones who kind of taught us all this, and we're big fans of them. And if you are a salon with staff, you really need to hire them to bring in your coach. We get no money for them. We're not affiliate. We don't get paid. We're just big fans, and we think they're the best of the best when it comes to helping salons with teams to do things. Now, if you're independent operator, they're probably too expensive, so don't worry about it. That's why we're here to help you independent operators and you salon owners. Maybe you're a salon owner and you don't want to spend all that money. It's, it's not cheap. But uh, we'll give you the tools here today. And there's links in the bio where you can go and get this information too so you can go on there and get a link to the strategies talk that they did on this as well as some tools are given away and once you watch the video you'll understand those tools better and you'll definitely want to give them a, a try all right guys hopefully you enjoy this episode Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday yes, night. Borby, babe. Hey, guys. I know some of you guys might be... It's nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all over the Kim's country. Uh, interview. So we're going to be talking about, really, should you be discounting? Or really, what my argument is going to be, you should be raising your prices right now because things are about to get back to normal. And it's not really normal. I say back to working, right? Yeah, back right. to working. Back to normal. Okay. Far from normal. But at least we're working. Working is better than not working. So, yes, it is. It and is. we want to... Really go over um, some stuff to help you guys make a better decisions and how to raise your prices if you decide to go there. So Kansas City, Missouri, here, a.k.a. the Twilight Zone. I think the, the whole country is a Twilight Zone right now, yeah. I feel like. We've all entered do, 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 the wonderful do, do, do. Twilight Zone. <laughs> so we are currently broadcasting also on YouTube as well as here. And thanks for all of you who came um, earlier today to get the double dose of us here with Kim and then later with us. Uh, I will say this is probably the less fun talk, but that's not because it's not, we're just not here to entertain. We're actually here to give you information you need to help your business. And we know that this actually hit a nerve today. We had a lot of people, uh, or last yesterday, come on and post and just share our posts yesterday with like by far the most we've ever seen any posts we did. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Right? Which, of course, as a Instagram person trying to create a business and try to have influence, it's great to see when you guys all get excited and you're all like, yes, this is what I need to hear. This is what I need to know about. So, yes, we're going to talk about not just discounting because that's what it started with. Last week, someone said, hey, um, can you tell us how to discount our prices? And then I started thinking about it and then I actually saw a talk from a company called Strategies. And at that point, I was like, no, no, discounting is like the worst thing we can be doing right now. I know we're tempted to, because of fear to be making some choices maybe that we wouldn't normally make. And I know that we're in a place where we don't have a roadmap, right? We don't know where we're going. We've never been here. This is all unprecedented. And so it's a little scary. And I just want to first say before we get into all this, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be like, well, this is unknown. What if I do this? Why if I do that? I could lose my business. I could lose my employees. I could lose my clients. I get it. There's lots of things to be scared of, and that is okay. I, I want to just give you guys a big you know, pat on the back saying, it's okay to be scared. Now, the one thing it's not okay to do is make decisions based upon that, that fear. fear. Yeah, you got to let that fear acknowledge it. Embrace the fear. Give it a big hug and realize this is a feeling, it's an emotion. It will pass. And as you get more information, like hopefully today, you're going to feel more confident to make better decisions for your business. And that's why we're here. It's really important for you to just equip yourself with information right now and good information about business so you can make better decisions. But that all said, I want to also say there's no guarantees right now because we don't know stuff. 
right? Because we don't have all the in-game information. Things will change, things will alter, and things might get worse, things might get better. We don't know. By the way, that's what happens when you decide to be an entrepreneur. You sign up for a less stable life, a less secure life, a less guarantee. When you want more guarantees, you go get a job at a company where you know they're going to pay you a paycheck and you can work for them and all that. It's just, this is the life of an entrepreneur. So we signed up for this guy. This is the life that we wanted. Maybe we didn't want this consequences right now with the, the economy, but this is the life that we want. We want to be our own boss. We want to make our own choices. We want to mm -hmm. do our own thing. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, last by Ash in Fargo says, 63 of my 75 clients rebooked raise prices and they open Monday. Oh, congratulations, right. Ash. That's awesome. That's, that, a that's a little, that's a, we should you know, give hearts rings? and everyone go crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. And by we the way- just are looking through the glass saying, oh, I yeah. wish that was us. That's the future right there for you guys. <laughs> Good raise job, our prices and most of our clients rebooked. And by the way, when you lose some clients, but you raise your prices, you do what I hear Tara Walsh says all the time. You work smarter, not mm -hmm. harder. Mm -hmm. You're making more money while working less or maybe making the same amount. Or if you make a tiny bit less, hey, is that so bad? I mean, gosh, you work less, maybe be home for your kids more. And the better news is, by the way, you can hire, you can market yourself, get some new clients in who never knew about your lower price and jump on board. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself, mm -hmm. but let's get right. into things. I'm going to try something new here, guys. We did this thing where I got to give props to where props is due. Um, and that's we're going to be showing slides. Ooh. Look at this. Woohoo! Slides. What? No, what? Yeah, this is, uh, I want to give a shout out to Zarina from Radiance Lash Art, as well as Anna, um, who um, they both have started a, a company, or I guess a Instagram page for training called Lash Bootcamp Web. And it's a free site, as far as I checked, and they're offering trainings and all that. And we're going to be training on there in a month or so. And so we're excited to be able to offer this. They gave, they basically showed me this, hey, this is how you can do really slides. Neat, like, yeah. The only problem tool. is my slides are all in wrong order. <laughs> so it's like I'm so used to Keynote and it all being coming out right, and it's not now. So you just got to bear with That's me. That's all right. We'll just, we'll grin and bear it, and yeah. we'll get through it we'll because the information is good. Yes, it all is. All right, ready? Go. All right, next. I want to first give a little promotion or a little shout-out to a company called um, Strategy. Strategy is a coaching company that we had hired for seven years and worked with them, and some people who have reached out to me have hired them recently too, or have in the past worked with them. And I've yet to hear a bad word about them. Um, they are an amazing company. They've been doing this for 26 years. Not, mm -hmm. not like just new kids in the block. They've been doing this for a long time. So I, I promise you the information they give is solid. They give really great information on how to run a salon. Now they're really geared for the salon and spa oh. and they're for the bigger companies. They're for people who have three, four, 20, 50, 80 staff, right? Most people in the last world work for themselves. Because they're a little bit more expensive. But yeah. let me tell you, the tools that we learned from strategies are were so amazing. They kept us afloat. They, they kept did. the salon moving forward in a strong way. I can't recommend it enough. I yeah. mean... The downside to it is that it does require a lot of work. It's not just like you you pay the money for ca uh, coaching and all of a sudden it's done for you. If you're serious about it, you're the one that has to change. And so that was a bit of an adjustment for us. We we got the information and we had to take a, a long, hard look at ourselves and we had to make some hard changes. You had to be humble mm -hmm. and be willing to change and do things differently. You can't 
just say, do it for you. They're not their coaches. They're not people They're not that do, do the work for you. You don't hire them as an accountant or an operations manager. They basically come on and say, hey, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? And then you go, no, maybe I should try it. And you have to do it yourself. So it can be, a, it is daunting, but all that said, I'm going to take their stuff that they've taught us over the years and I'm going to boil it down and try to give it to you as a single practitioner. Those of you, by the way, who have a team, who have um you know, slum members are like three, four, five, eight Staff. stylists working for you. I really want to encourage you to go to the link in the bio. I, I created it. There's a video you should watch. And then afterwards, there's a link to a page where you can sign up and you can get some of their services for free. Like you don't even have to pay for them. They're going to give you a 13 week um, a, a, a spreadsheet that allows you to plan out your budget for 13 weeks. And then they'll also give you a, a link to where you can figure out your cost per hour. And that and it's and it actually will will be going through what we're doing, but it's all a lot more automated for you. So even as a single practitioner, you can go do this and it's free. They're giving it to you free. You don't have to pay for it. Just watch the video and then go online, sign up, and you get all this stuff. And you're signing up to get emails from them, but that's okay because I guarantee you the information they give you is awesome. It's worth it. And then if you can, if you're a bigger salon, you can afford you can sign up, but their costs are eight hundred plus for their monthly coaching. It's hands-on, it's great. But at the same time, it's not cheap. So this is kind of like the low-budget version we're trying to give you guys to help you out, to point you in a direction, and also to help you as a single practitioner. So let's get into um, a couple things here. Oh, by the way, there are going to be some formulas on here. If you want to, you can screenshot them or shoot, you know, screenshot them with your phone. That way you can go back and use them again. So, or like I said, if you go to strategies, you'll get all this stuff. But if you can't, if you're a single practitioner, you just take a, there's just a few. It's not like there's 80 here. It's a little mathy. It's going to take a little time to get it in, but that's why you take the picture, take the screenshot, and then you can look at it and then you can calculate because you're not going to know all your numbers right now. When we did this talk at at our LashCon, we asked everyone, have your numbers ahead of time. Time. Most people didn't. That's okay. You can just go home and do this at home afterwards. So that all said, and by the way, this will be on our podcast as well as on YouTube, just without the slides. Okay, costs are about to just get a little bit more crazy. We have to buy PPE stuff. What's that? What's that called? Do you know what PPE is? Personal protective equipment. Yes, personal protection equipment. Uh, like that guy in that suit you see. Well, I don't think anyone's going to get in that suit. But anyhow, um, but we're going to have to buy supplies. We're going to have to buy equipment. We're going to have to do things like maybe you took a loan to get through this time, especially if you had a staff. Maybe not the PPP because the PPP is going to be forgivable most likely, but let's say you took just a small loan from your local bank or something like that, or, or and you that's helped you get through this time. Well, that's going to be increased cost, because guess what? You're going to have to pay it back. Um, you have to have you know new things like shields for the front desk, possibly, or maybe you're going to put stickers on the floor, or maybe you have to buy more laundry sheets. You, you, know, you guys are going to have a lot more stuff. Maybe you're going to have less staff, because you can't you know that you're really going to be uh, made a little slower. Maybe you're going to have to spread out your hours between your staff. So not everyone's going to be coming in every hour. So now it's they every, don't overlap. Yeah, you're going to have to do every hour and a half. So you're going to have people spreading out over time. So if that happens, it's going to be, you're going to need a little bit more space, so to speak. And all that means is less hours to sell and more cost, right? So when things cost more and you have less revenue, that means your, your, your costs are all out of whack and it's going to get kind of expensive and it can be kind of difficult for you to pay the bills all of a sudden. Even though you're like, well, I'm still working. Yeah, you are, but your costs went up and the amount of hours you can sell went down and that's a dangerous combination. So what we want to do real quickly is we want to figure out what you're currently charging. All right, and let's determine, you know, this is really a quick thing that you can do. 
Let's determine your charge per hour, okay? So this is one of the first things you can take a screenshot. It's really basic easily. You're going to take, really easily, it's easy to do. You're going to take the price of your current service. Let's say you charge 100 bucks, all right? And you have a 60-minute service, one hour. So you take 60, multiply it by the service, 100 bucks, and that's, what is that? It's going to be $600. That is, now we're going to take that $600 and divide it by the time of your service, in this case, it's easy, right? Because we just had 60 minutes. It's a one-hour service, so it's 60 minutes. And that's going to give you a cost per hour, which is $60. You're charging $60 an hour. Now, what you're going to find out is that you do all your services this way, and you're going to find out probably pretty quickly that all your liar services are being charged at different hourly rates. Mm-hmm. You're going to go, well, I charge you know, $200 for a full set, and that only takes me, you know, two hours, let's say, full set, 200 bucks. And then I do a fill, which is 45 minutes for 50 bucks. Let's just mm-hmm. uh, random numbers. So all of a sudden you're like, okay, is that the same? And when you multiply it by 60 and then you divide it by the hour, the time that the service takes, that's going to tell you what it is. When we did this at LashCon, we had people all over the place. They go, well, my fills are 65 bucks and my new sets are 100 bucks. Or worse, my new sets are 40 bucks and my new my fills are 60 bucks. Or my facials, I found out my facials, I do in case you do facials too, are 100 bucks an hour, but my lashes are 60. And what you do is you, you begin to find out that you have a very inconsistent pricing. And what we want to do is we're going to tell you how to get your pricing right because once you can price your services more consistently, no matter what, time you're doing it you have the same price your clients it's going to be a little more trust because your clients understand this if it's like hey why did that half hour service cost me 50 but the one hour service cost me 200 bucks that doesn't make sense you charge figure it out a lot they can kind of do the simple math their own so one of the things that would really be nice here is to have one single price so you know that whatever service you have for an hour it's 60 bucks that means for every two hours, it's $120. If you do a three-hour service, it's $180. You just understand that that's how you calculate. And like, let's say you cut an hour and a half. Well, you know, if it's normally $60 for an hour, then an hour and a half would be 90 because you just take half of that. And you can you can figure this math out. This is not cr- crazy you know, math. But all the ideas, make your, your pricing consistent for 15 minutes to a half hour to an hour to an hour and a half. It's all the same. And now, by the way, it makes it easier when you, a client says, Hey, I want 15 more minutes. Like why charge 60 an hour? So 15 minutes would be 15 bucks. So sure. Yeah. Do you want to pay $15 for the extra 15? Like, sure. All right, great. Then you do the extra 15 versus what a lot of people sometimes are tempted to do is go, okay, I'll just give you 15 minutes for free. I just give you extra. Yeah. And what does that do? That just lower your per hour. You now are losing money. And then sometimes people are like, it doesn't matter so much if I'm late because she always makes it up on the backside. Exactly. You know, what we encourage, what we keep doing is what encourages our clients. So Yeah, exactly. And so that's not the way to go. So now you know what your current pricing is. So we want to go next and we want to look into productivity. So let's calculate your productivity rate. What's productivity? This is another important statistic that you need to follow if you're a salon owner, especially with staff. And it's also, it'd be good for you as a single practice. It's not as I say it's not as urgent because you kind of know how busy you are. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're going every day in and you're seeing four clients a day and you're working eight hours, yeah, you're pretty busy. 
But if you're going in one every day and you see one client, then you're not so busy. But once you start getting staff, to calculate your cost per hour, it's really important to understand your productivity. So in this case, let's go ahead and do it as if you're, you have staff. You're just right now going to calculate for yourself. You're going to take the total hours sold and you're going to divide by the total hours available. So well, wait a minute. Let's talk mean? about what, what are hours sold. What does yeah. that mean? So first you want to do is you go at the, every month. You're going to look at your month and you're going to go, you can start with your week, but really want to take a whole month. And you want to say, how many hours do I work where I can actually charge people services? This does not include Instagram posting, doesn't include going to the bank, doesn't include... It doesn't include like the time that the person goes to the ladies room. Breaks or, yeah. or anything. You just wanted to say, when I'm working for that one hour doing that fill, that's when I'm being paid. Okay. That is an hour that you can sell. Then you want to figure out how many hours you do sell on average. So let's just say every month, to keep numbers easy, you're working 100 hours a month, all right? And then you go back, and you can, best way to do this is go back over three months, because obviously I know every month is the same length, so you want to get an average. So if you go over three months and you find out that one month you worked 110, one month you worked 90, and one month you worked 100, well, you would take those three, add them up, it's 300, divide it by three, because you did three months, and you would get 100 hours. So you say, okay, I'm averaging 100 hours a month, okay? That's what I can sell. That's not what I did sell. That's, that's what's available. Yeah. And that's okay. what you can sell. Okay. So then you go back and you want to calculate how many hours did you actually sell? Just go through the books and you can, nice thing you have hopefully appointment books and you can see, oh, there's an hour appointment, two hour appointment, three hour points. And you just keep adding up all those hours. Okay. And yes, it's going to take a little time. You're going to have to do it for the whole month. There's ways of doing it, automate it. But right now, I don't know what tools you have, so I'm not going to try to guess. I'm just going to do it the hard, old-school way. Look at the screen. If you work six hours on clients, that's a six-hour day. Next day, eight hours. Next day, three hours. Whatever. Add it all up for the whole month, okay? And then to really get a good average, if you want to do it, go back three months and add up three months of hours. Mm -hmm. Then divide it again by three, if you do all three months, right? So you add up three months, and now all of a sudden now, let's say you find out you average work 80 hours out of every 100 hours that you, you do. And so that would be, what would that productivity be? You take total hours, uh, as I show on the screen, mm -hmm. divide by the total hours available, so 80 divided by 100 would give you 80%. 80% pr productive. So for 80% of the time, I'm, I'm being paid. Yeah, 80% of the time you're being paid, that is what your productivity rate is. That's an important number, which we'll come back to and explain what okay. it is. Um, next, we're going to do is we want to calculate. Now we're going to go into calculating your actual cost, okay? Productivity, kind of put that in the back of your mind. Remember that. That's going to come back and help us um, predict things or know what your costs are. Calculate your service payroll payroll taxes, professional use supplies, and credit card fees. This is what we call is your cost of service. You know, when you're doing actual service on people, these are the actual hard costs that it takes to do that service. So you take a screenshot of this as things that you need to do. And by the way, I'm going to give you an even simpler way of doing this in a second. I'm going to give you the more complex way, and then we'll go back and we'll do the simple way. Then after you figure out what costs to do, and this is service payroll. So this is what you pay your people, your payroll taxes. This is the taxes of your employer and you're doing W-2s and you're paying your employees. You're paying taxes on their behalf. If you're doing 1099, shame on you. We'll talk about it another time. You need to get right because technically, guys, you're not in compliance with the IRS. They will not be in love with you if you get audited. So you need to do W-2, but we won't go into that in any great That's detail. That's for another day. Another day. So calculate your service payroll. You have your payroll taxes. 
Then you also have your professional use supplies, which means, you know, the back bar, the stuff you do, your glue, your, your lashes. PPE. No, not your PPE. No? no, that's not included in that. Okay. That's all your professional use supplies. So everything you're using while doing the appointment stuff. Now, some of it's there. You're right. Your mask, whatever. But basically your glue, your lashes, your, your solvents, whatever you have in there that while you're doing the saline, so forth. Then your credit card fees too, because obviously you have to pay fees on that anywhere from 3%, sometimes higher. And so you're paying credit card fees. So add that all up. Look at that for one month and add that up. What, and if you're a single practitioner, it'd just be what you're paying yourself, your taxes that you pay, hopefully you're tracking and paying taxes, your back bar fees, as well as your credit card fees. Then you want to calculate your general, uh, what they call G&E, which is your general administrative expenses. This is obviously, if you have a team, there's a lot more. This is where you would be paying, well, the owner's pay would come out of this usually. Also, if you have a front desk or cleaning crew that comes in, that's where that would be, insurance, rent, all the other things that takes office supplies, utilities, so forth. That's going to be everything else. And that's going to be your, what they call G&E. So you add all those all up. And then I'm going to give, show you a little sheet here that we have. Again, you want to screenshot this because it's so tiny on the screen. I can't even see it. <laughs> so it's like screenshot it and then you can zoom in. But the basic idea on this little sheet that I showed you here, and this is the type of tools you'll get for strategies if you were to go sign up for them. And this is kind of the tool they'll give you, a tool like this right now that you'll get to help you figure out your costs. So don't, if you like this and it seems like it'd be helpful, you definitely want to go to the link in our bio and go to strategies, sign up, and you'll get this information. But basically on this little sheet that I have here, it has a few things. There's a service payroll. It has a place for your payroll taxes, your, your, your back bar, credit card fees, as well as your G&E. And you're going to add those all up. In this case, this person's total cost, this is a salon, I just made up the numbers, is $47,800 a month. Okay? Then what you do after that is you multiply that by, you're going to see in a second, by the productivity rate. Because obviously, you're not 100% productive. You're not billing for every hour right now that you're open. You're just doing for some. But let me go back real quick. I want to show you guys a, a quicker way of doing this, if you, especially if you're a single practitioner. You want to look up all your costs for the last three months, add them up, and divide them by three. This, let's just say you don't have everything break, broken down by line item. You're like, I don't know all my costs. Just go to your um, checking account. Hopefully you're doing everything through your bank. You don't have lots of charges on credit cards. Maybe you have a credit card. You need to include those costs too and add them all up. Just what are you paying out every month? What are your expenses? Do it for three months so you get a big picture and then divide that by three. And then that is your average of cost it takes to run your business every month. Let's say it's 5,000 bucks. You find out, you know what? All my costs, and this includes paying you, do not waive you. You don't get paid after everything one else. You need to include your salary, whatever it is, even if it's small. Let's say you're only making two or $3,000 a month right now. That's okay. That's your cost right now. That's what you got. You add that up and you divide by three, and that gives you your average cost per month for your business, okay? Yes. Okay, now we're going to figure out how much your hour service is, what you actually cost. That means when you're sitting in the chair doing a client, their lashes... There's a cost involved with that. There is a, a little meter, like a taxi driver running at this point, just going off. Hey, I'm doing lashes, so I'm getting paid right now. This is what actually is costing you per hour. And it's not too hard. I think you guys you just screenshot this and you'll see, um, get it. You want to calculate by doing this. Take your total cost, all your expenses, and divide it by the total number of hours of revenue sold. 
not your total hours available. Remember, we made a distinction there. You can have your total hours available, like we said, it was 100 hours, let's say, but you only sold 80, okay? So you want to take your total hours, your total expenses, and divide by the total hours that you actually sold. So in this case, from this sheet that I showed you from strategies, it was 47,860. I divided by 688 hours, and I came up with a $69.56 is what I'm actually charging per hour to do this service. That's why I need, that's what my cost, not what I'm charging, I'm sorry, that's different. That's what it's actually cost me. As the meter's running, that's what it cost me. That's why we got the productivity rate because if I don't get the productivity rate, don't understand that I need that percentage, you're just gonna take your total hours available and divide it, and you're gonna come with a much lower number, and that's not a true cost. You really wanna make sure that you understand what your true cost. You only wanna figure out, you're only being paid for hours you're working. You're not being paid for the 20 hours a week that you're sitting around waiting for the phones to ring, okay? You only wanna calculate how much you're being paid for the hours you're working. So if you follow all those formulas I gave you and you get Get to this point, you know exactly what you're charging. You're going to take the total cost of what you did for the month, like we said, average that over three months, and then you're going to divide by the total hours that you averagely sold every month, and that's going to be what you are currently making per hour. Now, the important thing here is you've already calculated earlier, right? We all sat down and we calculated what we are charging currently per hour. Hopefully, what you're charging per hour is higher than this number. If you come in now and you're like, wow, I'm only charging $65 an hour, and I found out, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, my, my rates say I'm charging $65 an hour, but right now I find out it's actually costing me $69 an hour. That means I'm losing money. That means you're losing money? You're like, that's why I'm running on a, a mouse wheel. And that's why you're always borrowing money or why you're running things on credit cards that's or why you you're always finding ways to yeah. kind of cut corners and all sorts of stuff, maybe delaying bills. See, before he came along, I used to look at my um, bank account and be like, oh, I have money, I have money, and then realizing, oh my gosh, where, where did all the money go? It doesn't, it doesn't matter how much money you take in. It's like, you know, all the bills and stuff. I, I'm, I'm not the math person. Um, so when he came along, it really made a huge difference. Well, real strategies came along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came in, we learned from the strategies, hired them, they helped us figure out how to get this right and get our pricing correctly correct and it's very important this is this is the like nuts and bolts that isn't always a lot of fun this but is not fun. this is how you make money because if you don't have this right you, it doesn't matter how many hours you work you're always losing in this case four dollars an hour every time you step in your bed and have a client you're losing four dollars an hour which is you know not a lot of money for one hour but you add up over a month and over years that's how you go out of business. So you don't want to do that. So let's real quickly, let's calculate your, the price to make a profit. I'm going to show this. You want to screenshot this. And then I'm going to show you a, an example. Because this, I know for some people, it gets kind of confusing. This is like, I look at this and I'm like, oh, this is so boring. It's like wah, 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 wah. So yeah. try, try to pay, pay attention because it really can make the difference for success for you. It really is. This is the important stuff. This is the, where you can begin to get yourself to be a real business owner. And where you can then hire people eventually and have control over your budget because you know what your cost because per you hour know. Otherwise, you're just guessing. If you're just looking at other people and going, well, the gal down the street's charging 70 bucks, so I'm charging 70 bucks. Yeah. Well, maybe her rent's less. Maybe she's not paying insurance. Maybe she's got less expenses so she can get away with that. Meanwhile, you're bleeding left and right going, I can't figure out how to make ends meet. So anyhow, let's get into this. Now, what you want to do is you want to choose your profit margin. Strategy says usually about 15%, but let's just say, you know, 
you want 10% because you're a little insecure about charging too much. And let's say, or you say that you're below, like you're going, wow, I'm at it's $65 and I'm at 69, so I need to make more money. Yes, so you need to increase your profit margins. But let's just say, and by the way, if you, that just happens, you just straight out have to raise your prices. If you're, I should cover this real quick. If your costs are $69 and you're only charging 65, you found out earlier today that you're only charging 65, well, then you're $4 underwater and you just straight off the bat have to raise your prices $4 an hour. You just have to say, you know what? I was 65 an hour, but starting tomorrow, I'm 70 an hour because I at least have to break even. But preferably what you want to do is make a profit. That's why we're in business. Profit is not evil. I know some people think it is. It's not. If you don't profit, you don't exist. So what you have to do is determine your profit. So your 10%, 15%, 20%, any number of works here. In this case, what you would do is you're going to choose a desired profit margin. Let's say 10%. Subtract 10% from 100%, which gives you 90%. And now you're going to divide that total cost for one hour of service by that number. What does that mean? You're like, I just heard I that know. and I'm, I'm totally like, what? confused I'm, what that like... means. All right, look at here. The formula would be the cost of one hour of service. The cost. The cost. Oh, the I coast? Said, oh it says the cost. The cost. It's the cost of one hour of service. Wow, I never caught that one. Thank All you. Right. I always have spelling mistakes That's in okay. my stuff. The formula would be the cost of one hour service. So let's say it's $65. You divide by 90%, and that's going to give you the number of what you need to sell for a 10% profit, okay? And I know you're still going, well, that doesn't make sense. Let me give you an actual example to look at, okay? This will make a lot more sense once you see the example. Screenshot this too, please. For example, if you, if want-, you want a 10% profit, and we said, we came up with that number, right? It was $69.56 is what it costs to run that our business. We showed that through the numbers earlier. Well, you're going to divide that by 90% because you want the 10% profit, right? And you're Wait going, a minute. You're going to divide 90% into this. And that's because you, you want the 10, okay. Yeah, so, okay. 10% profit. 69.56 cents divided by 90% or 0. .90 equals $77.29. I know, so you go, wait a minute, okay, how's that possible? It just, just do the math. Just okay. put in your calculator, put that in your calculator right now and you'll see it does it. And the way you get that 10%, or in this case we show here, 80%, is this, that's determined by how much profit you want. If you want so if you th- want 30%, you're going to multiply it by 0.70. Yeah, yeah, 0.70. If you want or 30%, 40%, yeah, you multiply, be divided really by greedy. 0.60. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty it's pretty obvious where you get the number from, give I think. Give me the monies. Yes, All exactly. Right. So there you go. That's going to give you your profit margin. So let's just say right now you found out that you make $69 an hour is your what you've been charging, and you realize you were charging $65 an hour. That's what you were charging because we calculated your actual cost of what you've been charging people because that's not hard to figure out. You're like, crap, okay, I, at first I got to get up to $69, and now if I want to get the profit, I'm going to go from $69 and charge $77 an hour just so I get a 10% profit. Now, technically speaking, 15% is probably a little better, but do right now what you feel most comfortable. If this is all new to you, maybe start your first time with 10%. And then go from there and do something a little more bold and brave because you're going to find out once you raise your prices, not as many people are going to leave you as you think. They and won't. They all think they're going to run and go hiding, they but won't. they're not. It's, it's a way of working smarter. And a lot of people are afraid that everyone's going to leave. The kind of clients that you want are going to stay, and you're going to attract more of those. So it's worth it. Exactly. Now what you want to go back, now that you've calculated your costs, this is all pre, we're going to say this is all pre-COVID, Right. You've calculated your cost per hour, what you're charging per hour, 
and what you should charge per hour. But the problem is now you guys incurred some new costs, right? COVID's here. The new world is in new world order. Everything's more expensive. You have definitely, like I said, loans, equipment, supplies. Maybe you have less hours to sell, right? You need so we need to go back right now and figure this out. So now that you calculate your your prices, pricing, and your cost based on the, upon the past, now we want to go ahead and figure out what they are for the future. So you're going to need to increase your expenses a little bit. You may not actually lower the hours, like I said. So let's say you were selling 100 hours, but because you need more time between clients, maybe you're going to sell 90 hours a month now. Uh, so you need to go back and calculate that. Go back, readjust the number, numbers, add some expenses to your G&E. Say, okay, you know, now we have this new loan I'm paying 100 bucks a month for, and now I have... I have to buy more supplies, hand sanitizer and all this other stuff and I have to buy shields for the team and masks and all that. Maybe you weren't using masks before. So you're buying all that. Add all those new costs. Go back and exactly redo what I just told you. And now you're going to know what your new cost is. You're going to be like, oh, wow. And it's not $69 an hour. Now it's actually $72 an hour. It didn't go up a lot, but it did go up some. So you do not want to go back into business. And if you're charging 69 an hour and your costs have gone up to 72 hour, you can't go back and keep that. You have to go back with a higher price or really what's going to happen is you're going to go out of business in six months or a year when you run out of savings, if you haven't already. And by the way, a lot of you just lost a lot of money anyway. So you don't want to continue to lose any more money. So raising your prices and using these formulas I gave you are really the key. And as a general rule, discounts should not be made, should not make your business unprofitable. Yeah. Just as a general rule. If you're doing discounts and you're losing money on those discounts, that's not a good idea. This is why you need to have a profit margin because the profit margins allow you some flexibility in pricing. So let's say you have a 15% profit margin. You're like, you know what? To get people back, I'm going to discount a little bit right now because I can. I have a profit margin. I can do a little incentive to get people back. But what I'm going to guess, a lot of you, you're not probably charging enough or you don't know what you're charging. And hopefully once you do all this math, you'll know what you're charging and you can make a better decision. Let's just say maybe you are. Maybe you're overcharging. You're like, wow, this is so cool. I just found out I'm charging like $80 an hour and my costs are only $50 an hour. Good for you. Good for you. In fact, just keep aiming higher then. Keep increasing that profit margin. But a lot of people, they find out they're not charging enough. They're making less than they thought. If it's coming at a cost to you, remember it's not a charity. You make sacrifices. You leave your family every day to go to work so that you can make a living. And it's true. We we make good friends out of our clients. But remember, it's not... they. They not aren't necessarily our friends. I know that sounds harsh, yeah. but it's a business, and in, in order for you to have um, to to have integrity with it, it it's still um, you still have to charge for what you're worth. It's not it's not negating a friendship thing. As women, we're so socialized that you know it's a friend. You should treat it differently, but it, it's a business. Remember that it's yeah. not charity. Yeah, I mean, basically, guys, when you're doing discounting, discounts are really uh, the cost of doing business. And it's like a promotion or discount. This should be part of your marketing costs. It should be figured in like, okay, we're going to spend this much money in a month to get uh, acquire clients. And generally, you know, understood, I've heard a lot of people say 3% is a good budget for your marketing. It can be higher. But if it gets too high, then you, then you don't have money for other things. So maybe 3% of your budget. So if you're making 10000 a month, yeah, you're spending $300, you know, on some little costs here and there. If you start spending $1,000 of, of $10,000, you ah, guys, that's really tough. You're really, you're going to take it for somewhere else because you have no profits at that point. Anyhow, 
you might find out that you're more profitable, or maybe you, you find out you've already been spending a lot of money. Maybe you've been buying a lot of the supplies, the masks and the gloves, and you and bought you're all stockpiled. stuff. It's not even stockpiled, it's just part of your normal costs. Like you were already super sanitized, let's say. You have so many sheets, you changed everything every time. You never you reused anything that you were very high end and you were very, very careful to show that same type of thing. And it also maybe it's big breaks between clients. You already have 45 minutes between clients because you don't like being rushed. So you already had that in place. Well, then things probably won't change too much for you because your costs didn't really go up. Your hours didn't change. Maybe you didn't take a loan. But if you took a loan and you had to spread out your hours and you had to buy more supplies, then you really do need to really think twice about discounting because discounting is really going to hurt your bottom line. And let me give you a couple more thoughts about pricing because really in the end, you know, we'll come back to this for a second. Oh, wow. It just reversed the screens. We'll, we'll leave that over my face. Okay. Witness location program. Okay, keep going. All right. <laughs> I get distracted, guys. Real quick, some thoughts about discounting and about pricing. First off, I'm going to let you know, I, I really severely do not believe your clients are expecting you to discount when you come back. I don't think they are. They just don't. I mean, it's not like they're going to go back to every business. Oh, by the way, you've been out of work for eight weeks. Don't worry about it. I expect to be eating and going to stores and everything should be 50% off because you're broke and I want you to be the broker. I just don't think that. Most of your clients understand that you need to make a living. You just lost a ton of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been out of work for six, seven weeks now. And in California, it looks like we may be out of work till June, July. So if that happens, then we're going to get four or five months out of the year with no money. That's crazy, right? So you, you have to realize your clients understand that and they want to support you. We've even had a couple of clients pay us anyway, just because they love us and want to support her. And so you got to realize they are not expecting a discount. Put that on your mind. That's you. That's your fear. Oh, they're going to leave. They're going to leave. No, they are not. Spa babe. She's got it right. Clients are already begging and offering to pay more, right? Yes. She also says now is the perfect time to readjust and get your price structure correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Way to go, girl. They, you come back, and you, we're going to talk about this in a second, but you come back with higher prices, they're not going to be like, what? How dare How you? How dare you? You're trying to screw me. No, no, guys. They know, right? They Next know. thing I want to say is get your mind out of their wallet. I've, I've said this in a couple places, and it just is so true. Get your mind out of their wallet. You tend to think your clients are like you. You're like, oh, they're, they're like me. They're broke. <laughs> it's like, no, your clients aren't like you. And by the way, it's not your job to think for them. It's not your job to take responsibility for their expenses and to figure out what they should make. Uh, that's just not the way it goes. Your job is to basically do lashes and offer an amazing service offer that they want. amazing service. So don't get yeah. in their wallet. Next, you're treating your clients like your friends, like Tess said. All right? Yeah. When you start worrying about, can they afford it? Can they afford it? No, stop it. That's not your worry. Okay. When I when I started before I asked him on, um, every now and then he'd he'd look through my the finances and he'd be like, Why are you giving this person like a random like ten dollar discount, five dollar discount? I'm like, Oh, she's so sweet. We get along. That she's like a friend. I would do that for my best friend, but he's like, She's not your friend. She's your client and she comes to you every month and you you know, because she likes your service, why are you discounting it? And I'm like, Huh. Well, because I nice, he's like, don't do that. It's not. It's she's still happy. You don't need to do that. It's she's not a friend. It's not a friend. Exactly. A few more things. We, we gotta keep moving. I realize we have fifteen minutes to wrap this all up. All right. So, all right. You also don't want to compete on price, guys. You don't want to compete. That's a race you do not want to win. We don't want to become the nail salon. 
world. They compete on price. We want to compete on something better. You don't want to win the cheapest lashes award. I mean, no, it's not an award not a- anyone wants to hold. Hey, city of Pasadena, cheapest lashes. Yay. I'll, no, no one wants that award. You want to compete on value. And what is value? It means the, the best work, the best service, the best experience. Um, people really buy things because they feel it feels like it's a good value, not because it's the cheapest. I know you think that. Oh, it's just the cheapest. That's why they go with Southwest Airlines. No, actually, people buy Southwest Airlines because it's good value because they love the service. They love the good attitudes. They love the the whole experience is worth it. And so they go for that and they buy that ticket over going with American where they say, get the hell out of my airplane as they kick you out on the way out. You're like, why am I paying so much for this? It's not worth it. So you don't want to compete on price. You really want to compete on value. You want to be known as the best lashes. You want to be known doing having the best work and all that. Spa Babe says be couture, not off the rack. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. Way more times, I think, um, I, I just, I think more times than not for us, things, we, we buy oh, things. Sorry. Tessa's uh, messing up our thing. There we go. Sorry, guys. T- more times than not, I buy stuff just because I like it. Not because I can afford it. There's many times I'm like, ah, I shouldn't have bought that. I mean, Tesla is both. I mean, Tesla will be like online buying something. I'll get the notification. What, what, what were you buying? I just said we, this week we're not buying anything. So, oh, I'm sorry. I just really needed it. <laughs> it's like, well, my spending, um, I like to go to the dollar store. Well, <laughs> I'm not talking about that spending, but that said, we both have done it. You just sometimes you don't you just think. want it. You just want I it. want it. You just go, it's, I just, it's so cool. It makes me feel pretty. It makes me feel good. I don't good. care. I don't care what you say. I want, yeah. I just <laughs> I want, want it. it. So you just go on and get it. Now, by the way, some of you might be going, well, I was already slow and I'm not doing, you know, this whole thing about discounting. I don't know. I don't have many clients. Not a good time to discount if you don't have clients, guys. Really not a good time to go discounting if anything maybe this is the time that you raise your price just because you are already cheap and you're already slow and you can, there's no loss for you but yeah. that all said i just want to say this if you're slow there's two things you need to think about yourself one is are you not good are you not busy because maybe you're not that good yet and you're not busy maybe because your messaging stinks in your marketing like you don't know how to market you don't know how to reach people or maybe clients are coming in and never coming back and if they're coming in and not coming back, that's reflecting on something on you. Now, you'll say, well, I'm just too expensive. No, no, no. I can assure you you're not too expensive. Your work isn't matching what you're charging yet. Yeah, there's a discrepancy. There's a discrepancy. And I just want to shout out to Visage San Lucas from Guatemala. She's sending us good vibes. They're not okay. allowed to open yet, so we'll take those good vibes, and we're going to send it back your way, babe. Awesome. All right, so next, let's go back and let's look at this. When should I raise my prices? Well, normally, right now, I would say when you're 89% productive. You remember when we talk about productivity? Let's say right now you're at 90% productivity. You should definitely raise your prices. That means you're super busy. You're super busy. You, yeah. Yeah, you're overworking yourself for too much. And if you are down this 40%, 50%, you shouldn't raise your prices normally. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have a caveat See, here because it's not right now. that Right now we're on vein clients, right? We're just getting started. But normally in the future when you use these formulas, just figure out your productivity rate, monitor that every month. And when after three or four months of the same productivity of 80 90%, you can start thinking about raising your prices, whether you have staff or if it's just by yourself. And if you basically uh, – <clears throat> 
or slower, then just keep working up towards that goal to get that busy. And that's when you decide to raise your prices, okay? Sometimes people think at this point, let's say they're they're close to 80 to 90% productive, means that they're very busy, the phones are ringing off the hook, and they really can't find a spot to get people in. A lot of times, this is what I did. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm so busy, I'm losing all this these clients, I'm sending them to other people. I, sh- I need to hire somebody at, at this point. And that's exactly what I did. And that's what a lot of most people do. It worked okay for us. But in hindsight, my strengths are not necessarily administration and um, um, leadership in this in this kind of capacity, what, what Paul is talking about. Um, I probably, in some ways, I could have been fine just instead of hiring a staff, raising my prices at that point yeah. to deal with, to get um, a little demand. bit higher quality down. of life. Yeah. You may lose 5 10 50%. We never lost large amounts of people. Not, we never lost 30% of our clients when we raised our prices. Never. I mean, I think the max was 10% max. And I, even that, I think it was usually 5 8 6 7%. So the, the only reason why I say this is it may not, if you are that crazy busy, and right now no one is because of the uh, COVID, but um, it may not be in your best interest necessarily to hire somebody else if that's not what's best for you in being a single practitioner. Yeah, we're, is. we're going so, to when it's right to hire. Right now, I would say don't hire anyone. That is not the time to hire, especially if you've never been a leader before and no, no one's following you. Leadership skills are a whole other thing to develop, and I won't go into that now. You should just raise your prices. Every time you're fully booked, raise your prices. Don't do the thing where I say not take new clients. Never do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just say, you know what, guys? I'm busy again. I'm raising my prices. Even yes. if it's twice in a year, yes. that's okay. That probably just means you're so good and your demand's so high, you can continue to shed clients and the new clients that come on won't know what you used to charge. They'll just think you're high-end, expensive price you pay. person. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome that at some point you're making $200 an hour? I mean, that'd be amazing. And you know what? People will pay that if they think you're worth it. It's just all about building the image, building the brand, building the messaging, and doing the best work. All right, so... Um, Let's uh, let's see, spa something babe. Spa babe, that's our spa babe. Yeah, I'm only lost one or two clients raising prices, and many times none. Yes, exactly. When all your percentages are in dollar signs are are in line, line, you are 99 percent, 99 percent. What do you do as a percentage of price increase? I would say minimum five percent, which is really nothing. Ten percent. Do more. Do ten percent. I think if let's say you're you're charging you know, uh, hundred bucks, charge one hundred ten. You know, and and then what will happen after a while, you'll do it. I think I suggest doing it every year, raise your prices every year. And after a while, you'll find out you maybe you'll get to a ceiling, especially if you're the most expensive in your area. At some point, you'll be like, wow, I'm charging 150 an hour. Well, everyone else is still charging 85, but I'm still booked. Congratulations. You've kind of hacked the system and figured it out that you just keep going and going. And then you may slow it down at some point or, hey, look what happens if you're up to 90% booked and you raise it, you know, 10%, you're now 160 versus 135, whatever it was. And also you lose 15% of your clients. Well, guess what, guys? Even then, that increase, probably you're still making close to the same amount of money. You're working a little less hard. Not so bad. Now, Katie Beauty LA says, you know, if you do raise your prices, what do you tell clients? Good point. We're going to get to that. Um, good point. So, um, right now, uh, did you see it? Once you raise your prices now, raise your prices now, there's no mm-hmm. more wondering when to do it. This is the time to raise your prices. Now, how do you raise your prices? That's my last slide. And we're going to do that there. How do you raise your prices? Really simple. In the future, guys, what you do is this, you put a small sign, not for this time, but in the future, 
Um, After yeah, the market will we tell go you back too hard. hard. Exactly. The market will tell you too hard. Glitter set got it right. At some point, you may tap out, okay? If you're the most expensive and everyone else is way below you, then yeah, you may not continue infinitely go forever, but maybe you will. There's hairstylists in California or in Southern California that charge 10 times what other people get. So maybe you can get there. Just aim high and go for it. Anyhow, that said, in the future, not this time, but when you in the future want to raise your prices, the way you want to do it is really simple. Just put a front a sign near your bed or at your front desk if you have that. And to say on this date, June the 1st, table. 2020, there will be a nominal price increase and then have your new prices. And then when they are checking out, say, oh, by the way, when you come in next week or next month or in two weeks, three weeks, whenever next year. There's a nominal price charge next week. There's a price increase. Week. My new price for a fill is this. And you say, would you like to reschedule? Yeah. And is, is now a good time to reschedule? Don't, you don't wait for don't them to be like, and go, oh, 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 are they going to be mad? Are they going to be mad? Oh, oh, no, oh my what? gosh, don't give them those no. signals. Don't make it seem like you're scared. Just act right now. Just act. Be like, oh yeah, it's a nominal increase, mom. My fill is used to be 70, now. but ne starting next month will be 85. Um, let's get in the schedule. Let's get you booked. And then, by the way, most clients will know, hey, that's normal in the real no, world. Most people will be, actually, they'll probably say to you, it's about time. Yeah, I'm glad to see you take, you're taking <laughs> care of yourself. It's about time. Now, but you some, will... some clients will say this, well, why? Here's what you say. And this, I'm stealing this straight from Daryl, my coach that I had for seven, five, six years, whatever it was. And this is a great way to put it. Just, you want to record this, write this down. If you, in order, oh, let me try it again. In order to provide the quality of work, and then we added this, and safety that you expect from me, Moving forward, this is the price I need to charge. Mm -hmm. That's it. No debate. In order to perform the services that you've come accustomed to and the safety, uh, I need to charge these prices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just really so simple. Let's book your next appointment. In order for me to provide the quality of work <coughs> and the safety, that's a new one. Before it was just the quality of work, now we're adding now, safety. safety. And they'll all understand that, guys. They're not going to, well, I don't understand. What do you mean safety? In order to provide the quality of work and the safety that you expect from me, moving forward, this is the price I need to charge really really simple and then you move forward and by the way we maybe would get gosh we would see you know 600 800 clients in our salon in a month maybe out of those people when we raise our prices i had one two three people freak out there will be and what you'll say they'll say they'll say um i've been with you for so long i how can, can't you, can't you reward those who've been with you for so long? And you're going to say, you know, I, I'm so thankful that you've been with me for all these years. Yeah. I treat everybody equally here. I can't, um, treat some with special favors. Yeah. Everyone or, here's a every, VIP. Everyone, everyone, everyone here is a, a VIP. VIP. I don't have my favorites. No, I understand the budget and I understand that. I understand. I really appreciate that you've been with me for all these years. I'm going to be here. So if there's ever a special event or something yeah. like that, come on back. The other thing that you might want to do, and this is what we did for people who just absolutely, you know, were heartbroken. We said, I said, I have a training program. Oops. No, let's not go to that. Okay. We would just, we would um, refer people or sometimes we, I test, okay, training program, whatever. We had a training program yeah. and I said, you know, if you want to have your lashes done by a, a student, then, you know, you can sign up for that program. So, but exactly. anyway. It so let me get into this because we're really almost about to run out of time. Um, so what to do now that COVID's here? Because it's a little bit different, right? I think really quickly, the best thing I think you would do is I would go online to your website, change your pricing, and then call your people. One by one, call them, say, I need to book you. Disable your online booking. Don't want people booking online. That's going to mess up your books. Call each of your people, even if they've already booked already, and call them, confirm. Hi, I'm just calling to confirm your appointment on June 1st. Can't wait to see you. We Due to the, um, for me, actually, let me go back. I would say 
Due to all those circumstances, as we all know, things have changed a little bit. We made a small nominal price increase. A fill, when you come back, instead of being $70, it's now going to be $80. And we're looking forward to seeing yeah. you. So it's in, uh, they, they asked to repeat it. Yeah. So in order to provide the service that you've come to, the quality that you've come to appreciate and, and uh, address uh, additional se- uh, secure, uh, safety concerns, this is the price that I need to charge. Yeah, we're on the phone saying, look, um, next time you come in, our price is going to be a little higher. And we're doing this because, you know, actually, I wouldn't even explain why. I would just say, yeah. look, hey, I just want to let you know when you come back in next time, your price is going to be $85 for a fill. That's right. And then they're mostly, oh, real, most go, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. And then the, some will say, well, why? I don't understand. Well, for me, in order to continue to provide the quality work that you like and have expected from us, as well as the safety, this is the price I have to charge. Yeah. And, and they're going to go, well, I don't think you need to charge. You say, I'm sorry, I'm not, I can't argue with you. I'm not here to debate this, this with you. This is simply the price I need to this charge, charge in order to, to give you the service and the security that you've been accustomed to. Yeah. Can't do it for less. Yeah. And then that's it. And by the way, guys, we've raised our prices. One time we did four times. Four times. In, four, in two years. And we lost literally like five clients, I think, of hundreds of clients. It wasn't a big deal. Yes, the few that did threw a fit. And don't let those few scare you or control you. Just say, you know what? You don't have to deal you with them You don't need that person anymore. You Get rid of that person. You don't them. Um, you basically, you, you really want to consider raising your prices every, every, I'd say every year. You know, just do it. Make it in the fall. Find a time that you plan on doing it. Just say, you know what? It's time to raise prices because that's what you are worth. And your business needs to have uh, price increases for it to grow and for it to get better and for it to have the revenues. Because all your other costs are going up. Every year, your costs go up. Every year, you know, you know sometimes our rent went up every year. Uh, you have more, your, your vendors are charging more. It, you know, everything's inflation, guys. And if you don't act like a business owner, you're going to make less and less every year. And that's going to get pretty discouraging, to be honest. And you're going to also, your, your team, if you have a team, they're going to want more and more money. They're going to want raises. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to make more. And you're like, well, I can't because I'm making less every year because I'm afraid to charge more. You just have to do that. So now, hopefully this has been helpful. Jasmine asked a quick question. Would yeah. you recommend the owner do this call or have the team help and call their own clients? Well, you know, if you know us, I don't believe um, salons, salons own the clients, not the team. But it depends on how you set it up. Obviously, yeah. if people are independent operators, they're their clients and they should do that. And I see them doing that. I think it's best if you really want to keep clients Owners should be yeah, doing that right now. I think it. this is the way to do it. Yes, if you have a ton of clients and you have like eight, like when we had 13 staff, I probably would have made all the calls, but I would really appreciate my front desk helping me. And I probably would have maybe had some clients help them help me out because it's, it is a time consuming calling 800 people would have been yeah. <laughs> weeks of my life just but tied you, up on the yeah. phone. So it is a logistical nightmare. So maybe, yes, maybe in that case, if you have hundreds of people, you want to bring in someone else to help you from the front desk. And I would really, you know, we can talk about another time, but I really think if you have a salon, you need to build a team and you want to build a salon where your clients are loyal to their salon, not, not to your to team. Not to the stylist because when the stylist leaves, yeah. they can walk out and there goes your income. Yeah, exactly. So. So, so anyhow, guys, we're less than a minute and a half away from running out on here. And we're just thankful for everyone that came. Thanks, Casey. Thank you for all the sharing. 
sharing the posting. We had a lot of people out there coming back to me, DMing and commenting. And I loved all that stuff. I love interacting with you guys, supporting you. Please continue to do that. We're going to continue to try to bring you value through this podcast, through our Instagram live, through our YouTube page. So please share this with your friends. Let other people know about it. And if there's anything we can do, anything you're wondering, by the way, if you're right now, we're in this new time and I'm, we don't have a salon. Tess still does lashes, but we no longer have a salon. So I can't say I'm hundred percent in tune with the pain points that everyone has. So if you guys have something you want to pass on our way, please do say, Hey, Paul, can you talk about this? In fact, someone recently asked me to talk about community, what it would mean to have community in this industry and what does it look like and how can we build it? And so I'm going to do a podcast on that. We're going to just talk about community Aww. and building community and all you guys Zaj. right now writing comments thank you thanks that, guys you guys are what make it worthwhile doing it your appreciation i appreciate that thank you we're gonna say goodbye thanks for listening and get back to any questions and uh thanks so much for being part of this episode really enjoyed seeing you all right Ta-ta. take care bye-bye